0: G'day, I'm James and welcome to the Oz f one show uh, for this primer episode ahead of the Imola Grand Prix. I'm not going to say the full name of the Grand Prix, I refuse, it's way too long. Um, but if you want to go to madeinitaly.com, I don't know why that's in my mind, but <laughs> get, some <laughs> <I-T's. cheese. laughs> get some cheese. Get some cheese. I'm joined by my friends and yours, which I get shouted at if I don't say that anymore, because that's a mistake that I did last year. Uh, Tommy T, hello. G'day. Campy, hello. Boys. Uh, thank you for bringing your legs out. No one invited yeah. them, but here they are. They are. They are interesting. <laughs> interesting <laughs> is a is word. is a, a word I use for wine that I don't like. <laughs>
1: As I said last time, I just got used to myself, like the audio recording, and in the space of three months, I've had my head. You now we're live streaming, and the pins are out. just... <laughs>
0: It's Grim. It's Grim. There it is. I feel like we need a little siren every time you say it's Grim. Grim, Grim, Grim. grim. We should Uh, get a Grim count in the... uh, (laughs) 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 That's really cool. Uh, There's plenty to talk about after we record a race review. Lots happens in the F1 world. And what we normally would have done is... In a race review podcast, we try and shove in everything. What we instead doing is this podcast, after qualifying, we talk about everything that's happened up until the race, basically. Yeah. From race before and podcast to end of qualifying. It's very good.
2: We can actually talk about qualifying. A lot of the times we have to gloss over it because the race has just happened. So yeah. we always kind of miss these little bits. So. Before
0: we actually get to the... The days in Imola, let's talk about Aston Martin. Tommy. The Sooks.
2: What are the Sooks doing now? The Sooks are sooking. <laughs> <laughs> what um, a surprise. And it's not Karen Horner. The <laughs> so- no, the Sooks are suking that the regulation changes were directed at them mm-hmm. and them al- alone, and they're very salty about it, and they'd like the FIA to change them back, please, if you could, so we can win again. Yeah, there's not nine other teams in Formula <laughs> 1 that have been affected by the same rule <laughs> changes,
1: but it's all about us, typical British, Aston Martin. It's not-
2: well, the Canadian, I think, is at the head of that.
1: Well, yeah.
2: But you don't mind Lawrence Stroll. Ugh. No, I love to hate him, but like, <laughs> okay. he's, a,
1: he's easy to rag on. But as a businessman, what he's achieved, is he's, i think—he's seen potential in this car market as it's changing from a petrol to a sustainable, like batteries or hydrogen or wherever we go. He's definitely seen some uh, some monetary value in the car industry moving forward in the next two decades. Hence, why he's got involved in it. It's always been a passion, but mm. easy to poke fun at yep. when he comes out and says things like this. Yeah, as a business. Person, I can understand why he's asking the question Because it was no before And if he asked the question and still no Well he's just had some bad press And hasn't gained anything I mean you can always ask questions uh, The other side of it Good rins too You stole Mercedes car designs from last year And now you are copying The, uh, <clears throat> the difficulties of that car design mm. moving forward Now what is clear after one whole race weekend testing and one qualifying session, is that the cars with the low rake and the long wheelbase are struggling more. Mm. And that directly affects the Mercedes and the copycat of last year, the Aston Martin. So good riddance, sort it out. They don't have the resources like at Mercedes to fix it, but tough luck. (laughs) As Damon Damon Hill said,
2: it's Formula One in it. Like, and we, we watched a Karen, uh, Karen Horner, can't help but say Karen <laughs> Horner, I'm sorry. Sorry, Karen. Christian Horner uh, talking about how when they were dominant for those four years and all of a sudden regulations changed and they were struggling. It's, yeah. it's just how Formula One works. It's what the FIA and Liberty Media now, whoever's in charge, kind of do to keep it competitive, keep things changing so that there's not just one person or one team walking away every year with the championship. Yeah,
1: what I don't like about it though is like, from a PR perspective for Aston Martin, the first five races for them have to be sort of flawless. They need to come in, new brand, new manufacturer, backing, new colours, great signing in Sebastian Vettel. Doesn't seem like anything has gone right for them. That's true. On track with this brand. Off track, everything I think is on, sorry, off track is moving seamlessly. Yep. Yep. I think it's a great investment, as I touched on before, but on track, being terrible now. The performance of this car is mostly due to the drivers, in my opinion. Okay. I don't think the drivers are up to it. Yep. that's thing But as a PR exercise, I'm not sure why they would go about having the conversations in public and trying to get some public support in trying to make the FIA and Liberty Media do something together. Those guys are in cohorts. They're one and the same. Yes, they're different entities, but... They are one and the same. They will always go with each other um, publicly anyway and they will get the other organisation to take one for the team to look bad and make a tough decision if they have to. So I don't really know what good is going to come off they no the public it. conversation. You've got
0: two former Ferrari team principals running both. Yeah. yeah. Do the Ferrari thing, go behind closed doors yeah. and try and get it that way. I think and you're right. Use and their
1: veto power.
0: Yeah, But the thing is... That's interesting, I think, that Christian Horner uh, was asked this question about from Simon Lazenby over the weekend, and Christian said, Oh, that's the first time I've actually heard that. And so, what you did get, which I thought was really good, was a real reaction from Mm. Christian, learning that news for the first time, going, well, that's interesting because, you know, we voted about all of these regulation changes and it was unanimous.
2: Yes. Everything happened. All of a sudden, it's not unanimous. Yeah.
0: And look, I think you're right, Campy. What they'll be salty about specifically, I think, is they made a mistake in getting rid of Perez Mm. and... You know, from winning that race last year and him then taking that trophy, then not yeah. getting any more trophies yeah. to
1: put in that cabinet. Can't wait to ask Altmaier that question in Melbourne oh, in November. Mate. Now that you've got a full season to reflect on, was it the right decision? Yeah. yeah.
0: But beneficial to Red Bull, cause, and we'll talk about this yeah. in qualifying, but Perez is smashing Yee, it. As we knew. Smashing what? it, really. And that, I think, has come as a result of the failings of... Red Bull to switch from, you know, the Danny Rick amazing driver Mm -hmm. similar to Max Verstappen ability to control that type of car with the Gasly Albon and sort of bathtubed it now to Perez. So he's benefiting, I think, from the Gasly Albon mistakes that were made. Um, But it's good to see the teams going on.
1: Are we Uh, going to get another uh, Lawrence Stroll uh, media conference? Like we did last. Awesome, oh,
0: auto queue. Yes, I look forward to him auto queuing that. <laughs> where he's going to get on the front. The camera's way too close. Tell everyone that they're wrong. Yep.
1: That would be, be good to watch. <laughs> we need
0: more Netflix content. That's you know that's, that's the only we, reason. Although they're following Mercedes this weekend, so that'll be I interesting. I still have watch just filed, by the way. Uh, good. Well, thanks for reviewing two episodes with us. <laughs> you have. You've watched at <laughs> least three. Yeah, three of you. Yeah. They're well, the only ones I watched. Uh, to be honest, we watched all of them back to back and then did this thing, I don't remember anything. <laughs> how, much <should> it, <laughs> how, was a how much should it value to your life? Zero percent. <laughs> Zero percent. I'm sure it was a great series. I need to watch it again. Uh, Nico Hülkenberg, he's someone who we really enjoyed talking about last year. He is now back in official capacity, boys. Uh, He's now the official reserve driver for Aston Martin. That's a smart decision by them. Correct.
2: Do you think that he could end up in that car as a more permanent fixture because of Sebastian Vettel? Do you think he's going to last the whole year? Oh, that's a good question. Is I it, think
1: we'll see Halkenberg on the grid. He's also the Mercedes F1 reserve too. So. Along with Stoffel.
2: Stoffel's
0: still oh, there. Stoffel's still there. And McLaren for Stoffel. I think Stoffel just Stoffel's everywhere. Xbox. I don't think he actually Oh, drives. sorry. He, I wonder what <laughs> Stoffel, if you're watching, which of course you are, um, can you please just DM us what your uh, player tag is so yes. we can play some Modern Warfare with you? That would be great. Uh, but that's really good for Aston Martin. Yes. Um, so I think, as you said, Campy, like the off-track stuff, this kind of fits into the off-track stuff. Is mm. going well. I think the branding oh. is good. All that's moving in the right direction. Really? But anyway, Nico Hulkenberg, uh, we like the Hulk, and we want him to be in a car all the time. I can't believe you'd put Mazepin in over him. Uh Track limits is something I've written down here. Sorry. as an embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Can we talk about Sebastian? Do <laughs> we need to talk about Hulkenberg? Let's, as let's a talk reserve. about Sebastian. Talk about. What do you Sebastian.
0: think? What's going
1: on? He's Cooked, if I can use your terminology, cooked. Comments.
2: Yes, uh, uh, so far I'm not seeing anything that's going to tell me it's going to get better. No, I think we should give him six race,
1: but I'm going early on it. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> the prophet has spoken. <laughs> no surprises there. Yeah, he's done. I, he could step out of the car mid-season if he's performing that badly and giving the seat
2: to Holkenberg. Yep. And that's that, what I'm saying. In terms yeah, of that, I think that's a, like a, a logical. But move. I said this
0: last time, Coulthard and Weber on their on the Marbles podcast said. Basically, Seb, if you're not performing by mid year and you're being spanked by a Stroll, which at this point has yes, happened. I'll... Why bother staying in? You're a mm-hmm. full-time world champion and none of your performances since then have been any good. You look at someone like Fernando Alonso, two-time world champion, comes out last week or the last race in Bahrain after two years out of the car. Still got it. And still got it and yep. drives a fairly rubbish car and still puts it into Q3, which he probably was surprised with himself. Yes. Yep. So I think he's lost it. I think he's cooked. You're right. Mm. Sad. I think a lot of Australians still haven't forgotten the Mark Webber and then slash early Daniel Ricciardo <laughs> rivalries and Red Seb. Bull and won't be too upset by it. But, you know, Seb, nice guy. I actually out. think it would have been better for him to transition into like a team management role uh, or taken 12 months out of the sport
2: this year rather than finding that, that driver. Just well, maybe him. he go the Alonso route and go try and do other... F- other categories and try and get the triple crown. Like, no. I don't think he's that hungry for it. You don't think he is? No. He's still young. He's like younger than Fernando was when he yeah, yeah. tried those things.
0: Well, I love it. We talk about. I mean, he's lost all of his hair. Yeah, instead he's of, looking instead older. of going to uh, calling up Shane Warren and trying to get his hair fixed like <laughs> Shane <they know>. Martin. <laughs> there
2: you go. That's Can we get sponsorship. a sponsor <laughs> of that? Do you need it? <laughs> if you're listening to this and not watching it, you'll but they won't that I'm put the hair down. back. They'll just
0: put their logo there.
2: <laughs> the look at my receding hairline. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just forehead. give us a better view of your <laughs> <our> forehead, Tommy. <laughs> it's if only have a good good camera could head. zoom in. It's just got lacking hair. It's <laughs> good looking. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so I think that's unfortunate for yeah.
1: them. He'll end up being a Jensen Button type in Germany. Mm. He'll go into German media and that's
2: where he'll fit. Yeah. Seriously, though, I'm always surprised at how much love there is for Sebastian on social media. He's a four-time world champion. He'll he'll have a
1: place in this sport for 50 years to come. Yes. And we won't be talking about the shitty results he's had in Ferrari
2: and Aston Martin. We'll be talking about the four world championships that he drove. I think he needs to get out before he keeps ruining that, though, because the more he sticks around and sours that kind of good stuff.
0: And it was depressing his team radio at the end of Bahrain. Like it was, he sounded really deflated. Like yeah. as you said, Aston Martin needs to come out, bam, first five races looking shiny. Doesn't matter if he only scored eleventh. You know, yep. it, he should have been positive. And the, but he sounded really like, oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Well, cool Checo in that car.
1: Yeah, I could bet have you delivered that. them the
2: results that they needed for the first five races. Yeah, but would have made, Young Stroll probably look average like he was last year.
0: But I'm happy that Checo's moved across to Red Bull because he's actually for getting sure. results in a good car. Yes, so like yes, there's, it's uh, sort of two sides of that coin, isn't there? Big time. Only looks good for Lance Stroll.
2: Yes, if Sebastian's good. Ah, the master plan. <laughs> he's He should look good because he's a four-time world champ. If he looks bad, he's beating a four-time world champ. So he can only win. That actually brings me on to another question. Only a Muppet would actually believe that though. So. But that's the spin.
0: Yeah. yeah. But this sort of leads into then if you're Lewis Hamilton and you win an
2: eighth world title this year, do you end, do you leave the sport? You have to. I, I think he should. Why would you enter the possibility of new regulations of potentially not being in a dominant car yep. when you don't have to? You can walk away with eight clean his winning percentage would be through the roof. Why would you potentially put yourself into a mid-range car? Because we don't know what the new eggs is going to throw. No one does until we get to that first race in testing. It, why would you even enter the – no one's going to get eight anytime soon because he's, he's going to have that. No one's even close. So I think his legacy is pretty cemented. He should just walk away and go mm. pursue, I don't know, producing wrappers and vegan stuff and <laughs> sailing around on his yacht with his dog.
1: He's actually sold the yacht he sold the, uh, the private Yeah, didn't jet. you read that edition of oh, no, The Gossip Magazine from Oz F1? Uh,
2: yep. Sorry, Camby, I missed your article. He also took a $10 dollars <laughs> so
1: up this year because he felt bad about everyone else. Oh, so, so, no, at least to some level, he's actually practising what he preaches. But this dude is a competitive beast. Yeah, And he's up for the fight this year with Max Verstappen. And when he's being challenged mm. like he is at the moment and the way that the is <laughs> talking about it, this is what... Drives Lewis Hamilton yeah. to be the best driver. If he wins eight, he'll be coming back next year because he wants to defend it. He'll keep going. He's still got it, and he's still like he's. These guys are competitive animals. They don't lose it. They mm. might lose. They might lose the skill, but they don't lose that competitiveness. And I think um, it's going to be a good season. But yeah. I, I think he'll stick around. Why wouldn't he?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's interesting. It's the the want is there and the skill, but I think. Well, the only reason I bring that up is because of the Seb scenario. New regulation changes, yeah. really, you know, he, we moved across to new rubber with Pirelli mm-hmm. and he just couldn't get around those tyres. Like yep. it just, all the of these things just yeah. happened and suddenly he was a back foot. Look, I'm not saying Lewis should leave, but oh, if I he am. doesn't, Valtteri's lost the seat to George. That's the only thing I like Valtteri. So, anyway, that's just my mm. thought about what that is that moving forward. Um. Track limits. Track Men- limits. I mentioned this before. Uh, this is a, I said, it's embarrassing uh, for the sport, I think. And as, as people yep. who are the three of us, right, we started this show podcast to try and encourage more people to watch Formula 1, yep. right? Great sport. We think it's a pinnacle motor motorsport. Uh, but when you have someone like Lando Norris and McLaren is not a top two team, put it on second Mm-hmm. only for then Crofty to say, oh, no, but he's going to have his track ti- his yep. time deleted for exceeding track limits. Yep. What's the point in even bot? Like you get so invested in someone's lap and you're watching all the timings and then suddenly it gets deleted. Same with MotoGP yesterday in qualifying as well. Yep. There has to be some level of consistency.
2: We just need to make a decision one way or another. Tommy T, what do you think? Let's just lock it in. The white line is the limit. It's the same in tennis, same in every other sport around the world. Yep. The boundary is the boundary. It doesn't change when we go to a different place or in a different spot, spot on the court. The white line is the white line. I yeah. think no matter if it's kerb, gravel, grass, whatever, the white line is the white line. Yep. And then there's no grey areas. If, if you use kerb, you must still have a tyre within the white line. Yep. That makes it so much more simple. We know exactly what we're watching. We're not having to try and guess depending on which corner draws on, which track. If it's in qualifying, it's a different rule to when it's during a yep. race. It's and just it changes. Too confusing. So, Bahrain, it changed over the weekend.
0: Friday, it was fine. You can do that. And then in Saturday, FP3, and then qualifying, suddenly you couldn't go off in turn four.
1: Yeah, look, the problem I have with it is is that it dominates headlines in every practice session. We're always spending 10 to 15 minutes every 25, 25 minutes, half an hour. So, three times a session talking about it. I'm yeah. sick of it. Dominates. Yeah. Headlines After qualifying The races It doesn't really affect Because these guys Are on fuel Full fuel loads And they're doing 10 seconds slower 8 seconds slower Than what The fastest The car can go So they're not Going to stuff that up They're only going to Stuff it up When they're driving On the limit But uh, yeah It's frustrating to watch Just sort it out But Then again If you can't put You can't put brick walls Everywhere either
2: Not the Eddie Jordan
1: Approach (laughs) Well you can I would love to see that But for races like Monaco, yep. to an extent, Montreal and Melbourne, you got some really tight sections. Baku, there, like, well, yeah, Baku, yes, Baku, we got the World Champions, Baku. You got yep. that little, you know, you can only fit one and Council, a half cars yeah. through there. Yeah, whatever it is, you can you can mitigate the chances. On those tracks, they can handle those tracks for one week in a year. But if they'll do it 24 times, you just see massive incidents all the time. Drivers hurt and safety is clearly the number one thing.
2: But then opposite end of the spectrum is what we're moving towards is Paul Ricard, which is a car park with some lines painted on it and everything's concrete runoff. So then you're enticed to step over the bounds because it's good tarmac out there. There's no... Reason to not. Whereas if it's gravel or grass like Campy's talking about, there's an actual punishment. So your punishment and your penalty is hitting grass and spinning potentially as opposed to eh, it's just a curb, I'll use it. Mm.
1: Yeah, poor car, it's a horrible track to look it's at. Horrible. It's got <laughs> those white, red and blue lines. Yeah. It looks like a- It's It's definitely a French characteristic track if you get (laughs) my drift. (laughs) They're betting both ways. It's like looking at the Haas (laughs) car. Yeah. Yes. Yes. With different versions. But
2: we're sick of it, and I'm sure every other F1 fan is sick of it. We want to watch racing. We don't want to look at a time and then watch it just drop down the leaderboard and go, oh, that was pointless.
1: And I think- Also, we're seeing a shitload of ads this year, aren't we? Oh, yes.
0: Let's talk (laughs) about- During sessions. But let's talk about the coverage itself. Let's talk about the coverage itself. (laughs) And oh. the ads. Uh, in practice one, there was an incident. And this isn't Sky Sports' fault. This is F1's fault because yes. they own all the cameras
2: and all the yes. cabling and all that sort of other stuff. That's all theirs. Everyone just grabs they've, their feet. They blamed Italy.
0: No one. I, <laughs> I would blame Italy too. <laughs> Is
2: that what they did? <laughs> yes. They've said it was a fiber something, 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 something. So it's not our fault. Right. They've blamed something to do with Do they just do say, say the name of the Am-
0: Emilia Romana name Grand Prix? That took too and long. everyone went,
2: oh, stop listening. Yeah, like whatever. No, so. Well, what James is alluding to is we couldn't actually see an incident that happened on track. We could see the end of the incident and the what happened, the results, but we never actually got to see the contact. We had no onboards. Mm-hmm. The start of practice, we didn't even have any on-track action. We were just watching the helicopter shots while they were talking. about go. we're hoping we can give you some footage soon. <laughs> like just fumbling around. It was pathetic.
0: Yeah, and that's not on the commentators necessarily. No, but it's and just it's not on Sky,
2: on, but it's on F1. But it, it makes them look together.
0: bad, and we know that we're very quick to – Judge. The but commentary. it's not like
2: you had a quick turnaround. You've had literally three weeks to sort yeah, this seriously. out. What are you doing? How long
0: have you been there
1: for?
2: Yeah, Campy, to, talk to us to, about to the ads. Form,
1: to, sorry, to form 1's credit, I saw those Italian marshals last year basically punching on, trying <laughs> to figure out who was leading, trying to get a car off track. <laughs> so the, you know, the Italians, the Italians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: good. Here we go. <laughs>
1: They can be a bit of a shambles at times. But look, technology, you know me technology. I can't even get the sound to record sometimes. So it's frustrating and things happen. My bone of contention is this year on Foxtel and KO, the amount of ads I'm seeing in live broadcasts, I don't care if it happens after the session and before the session, but mid-session when there's nothing happening on the track, I pay good money because you guys told me there'd be no... Fucking ads. Sort your shit out. This is horrible, and it's not once every three minutes like it is on commercial TV. But it's enough for me to notice, and it's changed from last year. And you sell it on. You get live coverage everywhere. I get that Melbourne, we can't have that because you don't own the rights to the televised the um the Melbourne Grand Prix. But for every other session, why are we seeing ads through the sessions? Yep ridiculous.
0: And especially now in practice where... Money
1: hungry pieces of junk and for the money that you are earning every month from KO,
0: disgust me that you'd give us more ads. Yeah, I I completely agree with you and especially because practice sessions are half an hour shorter. Yes. You know, we don't have that luxury of there's a lull. So yes, you can put some ads on and I get that. Okay, it's television. I understand commercialism and all that sort of other stuff but... Scumbags. But it just sucks because if it was free to air, I understand totally, right? Get it? If it's on Channel Ten, a whole bunch of people, it's like Mm -hmm. V8 supercars stopped watching because it went across to pay TV. They went paid for it a little bit and then went. I don't see any value in this Mm because I'm getting served as more. than I'm getting on free to air. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's the, the whole situation here. Is for, for being able to watch a sport and like we commit to watching the sport like we'll be up tomorrow morning yeah to record well we'll watch it all night we'll get up early and record a podcast so yep. that people here in this country australia can have it fresh in their ear balls, ready to listen to on their drive to work yeah yep. that's what we want to do because we love doing this as it's a bit of fun and it, all that sort of other stuff but there's no it's not an easy journey to get there because of
2: they make it hard. The crap we have to sort of oh. wade through. Listen, we're going to start a GoFundMe if you'd like to help us buy the rights. Seriously, so we seriously. Can run our we own broadcast.
0: Need, how much is it? Ten million. Uh, look, Easy. I, I don't know how much it is,
1: but it runs out in twenty twenty four. All right, let's so start. At up. End of twenty twenty three. So twenty twenty four. There's a new right. This is the announcement but of our Yes. No, but whatever happens is <laughs> is Australia will get rights to get F one Pro, and we can just pay F one. And That's I'll what we ha- want, I, I'd be happy to pay F one. Sure. Yep. $40 a month if yep. I get You can listen to the right the commentators. <laughs> oh. And I can choose what. Yeah. Lit- I would love that. Yep. Yeah. But unfortunately, like, the fans should be able to get together and put a fund together to buy oh. Foxtel and KO out of this because, what it's rubbish. They don't
2: care.
0: No, no they, don't they c- literally don't care about yeah. the sport. And it might be a big growth area for them, but there's no, like... It is the biggest growth area.
1: um, Online marketing around F1 and viewership is the fastest growing sport in Australia. Um, The money that these companies are making just off people signing up so that they can watch F1 exclusively. There's other sports I watch on it too, like Supercross. I can't even get it live. I can watch highlights on YouTube before I've seen... A the televised version here, televised yeah. version, yeah. it's fucking atrocious. But this is what its not like there's anything good on ESPN <laughs> in Australia. while totally. they're showing it. Yeah, of like- getting a replay of a basketball game from three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, but I. Yeah. This is but the big thing yeah. that really pissed us off, including the entire F1 community, was testing. Yeah. You can't yeah. own the rights and then shut out people like being able to go through the F1 app or yeah. others to say, oh, no, well, you have to watch it on Foxtel. Well, if Fox you're not going to offer us an it. option,
2: give us the alternatives, which is F1 Pro, all those kind of things. It's useless. There.
0: And, look, we want to try and fix that. That's our long-term goal. We've decided, Campy and I decided after a couple of <laughs> drinks texting each other a couple of weeks ago that we would buy the rights. What are, do it doesn't matter. No, any no, couple of if, if, we get,
1: if we get, say, you get a million followers in Australia and you get everyone to put in, Twenty dollars. Not that everyone can afford that, but if you can afford to watch it on Foxtel and listen, twenty bucks—that's twenty mil. We can pay for it. Have it all, and we're not interested in making some money on it. We'll just say F One Pro. We're going to use that platform exclusively. All we want is a good deal for for you to
0: do your own track walk. That's all I want. Because you, cause you, you're all talk, can't be. You'd yeah. be out there, you'd be like, oh, get out, here you go. Or, or there's Lawrence Strong and I'd go tell him you're a bit, oh, shit, he's, big. he's a big boy. a just going to go over <laughs> here. Sorry, Lawrence, good to see you, mate.
1: <laughs> True or false? But, no, but I like the distance that we have from this sport because if we had to look these people in the face every week, because they are human beings. It would be harder to look them in the face after we've ragged on them <laughs> and laughed at them, and then try and get them to interact with us on a serious level.
0: Yep. it would be tough. Would wouldn't be tough for me. I no. would be okay. You yeah,
1: two though, me. you me? two idiots. No, I reckon, you, what do you I reckon? Horner
2: would love Karen. I think he'd laugh. <laughs> yeah, he'd. He'd say it to
1: his face. He probably would like. doesn't have banter? He wouldn't
0: like. No. He would be like, what? But he'd be the last
1: person to try and talk to on track anyway. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) This would be, this would
0: be, (laughs) anyway, it would be an interesting thing. But it's a good little segue, it can be, because this is how we feel in Australia. It's tough to do this here. We're trying our best to. to
2: This is about the best time lot, time alignment we've had in a while, though, to be honest. And that was only because we had to push everything forward now last night because of the funeral. Yeah. So usually it's, Closer to midnight, and we go. Do we stay up, or do we go to bed and get up early? Like, Look, genuinely, so I, tough. We and we, are, we know you guys do the same as us,
0: totally. And we we are aware that there are a lot of you who you know will now rely on our thoughts and opinions on what happened in the race to to wanna then process it yourself before or after you've watched it. So we have a we feel like we have got a responsibility to you, which is not a bad thing, to get that content together, nice and quick, and get it out. Yeah. Do it do it
1: well. We have a small microcosm of fans that interact and people that interact with us, and this is what we hear from them. Yeah. yeah. It's not just us thinking it. Everything's like, oh, we've got another bloody ad session. Yeah, seriously. You know, and there's four hundred messages yep. that
0: come through in two minutes about ads. It's like Yep. Right, yeah. It's time it's, to say something. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, we'll you just set nuts. up a something to do with uh,
2: getting the right sure Kickstarter. Fox <laughs> Do that, yeah, yeah, yeah but it just be it.
0: Yeah, yeah. it,
2: yeah. We'd spend too, we'd in spend too much in the uh, thomasjcamp.com.au isn't a website yet, but it will be. <laughs> I do have the domain <laughs> name, <now. laughs> no, I booked it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we sell campy calendars on there too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just I just <laughs> feel really ill. Suddenly,
1: I bought <laughs> some travesty shirts for that one. <laughs>
0: Tommy, please talk to uh. us about
2: practice. <laughs> practice is good when we got to see it. No, uh, the first thing I messaged you two boys, and you guys were you proud of me that I was actually watching practice one? It, it shocked us. You go. were we both shocked that I was watching, and you guys weren't. But the first thing I sent through was Mazza spin <laughs> early. <laughs> early. We would bookend it with a Mazer spin at the start and at the end of practice one. That this guy, man, he's useless.
1: So that's four times this year, five times in two races.
2: I'm. I'm genuinely
0: perplexed. Let me go to that website, that. That
2: is a bloody genius. That's great. That is good content. No, uh, practice was interesting. It was very tough to watch because we had such limited views of stuff because we had no onboards. We had no kind of other angles. The commentators were struggling a lot. So from what we could see, interesting, the uh, McLarens were very fast. Which they weren't really Well to begin Lando. with. Lando was. Thank you. Lan <laughs> Oh no the McLaren. Are
0: we are we no, we're not gonna no Daniel Rick is fine. He'll be fine eventually. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah.
2: Um no but Ferrari are actually shockingly quick. Um they showed some pace early. I mean, the Mercs were probably a bit underwhelming. It's six
0: spins in total and it's been okay, one well, day, nineteen hours and forty two minutes spins. since his last spin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Mercs. Yeah, good.
2: Um, the Mercs were kind of underwhelming early on, but they were just trying to figure stuff out. Do you like the fact the practice is shorter? Yes, I do because you actually have to get on track. Yep, um, you can't just sit in the garage forever and just wait until someone else goes. You see action pretty much straight away because everyone's got so much content. Yep of their, like, uh, their session to get through how yep. much data to record. Yep. Yeah, but
1: they're not coming out with the big aero rakes on them and yep. <laughs> the big pieces of steel that hang off anymore, which take time to install. Yeah. They've got an hour to get out and get it done, and if there is an incident like we've seen in pretty much every practice session this year, it can ruin people's weekends Yeah, what they can and can't do. I
0: mean – and. Sometimes that's because the car goes for a little journey through the town of Imola, <laughs> even though it's just at the end of the pit lane, which I didn't quite understand. Yes. But anyway, that was an interesting onboard from the Max Verstappen's Red Bull. I'm like, I can see a Ford Transit van driving behind that. What the hell is got Oh, he's in the town. Good. Insane. So what were there, any other highlights from practice that are worth talking
2: about? Um, we had the Ocon and Checo incident, which we didn't get to see. Mm. I think there's some footage out now. Oh, which that's nice of them. Eventually, because no one could find anything, and the reason why that incident happened was because the teams also didn't have that footage to tell each driver where there was traffic, who was around, where uh-huh. to get out of the way on hot laps, etc. Yes. So that was the reason. So it seems like Ocon and Checo have just knocked tires, spun around, and then we've lost a rim on Checo's car. And like they were both fine about it. Like it is what it is. Everyone was running blind out there, which is mm. just goes to show how important it is to have mm. that.
1: Footage for teams as well. well It's a high speed track So when yeah, a car's yeah. coming in At 250 plus kilometres an hour Yeah You want to know That you've got Hey you got Three or four cars
0: Slow in front of you Yes yep. And it can be easy To misjudge that too so. Yeah. And it's an old track So it's not as big And yeah. these cars are wide All that sort of and other stuff And then
2: in practice too We had Max's gearbox Or drive shaft I think it was in the end mm. uh, Failure Failed. So The Red Bull mechanics As per usual Did oh, that legends. In about ten minutes Because huh. they're bloody geniuses so he was back on ready for P three. Yep, and P three. Eh, it was solid. Uh, Lando looked quick. Lando was, Lando was looking very quick. I don't think, I don't think that McLaren was the second best car. It was maybe the fourth best car. But he no. was just driving it really well, and it's probably because he did so many junior formulas at Imola. Good point. I made good a point. good point.
0: Yeah. Are you impressed? Welcome, Tommy T. It's been two and a half years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's Every Campy that comes know, out I with to, the historical creator, a,
0: a, a thing now, a Tommy, website. Tommy which said is a like good thing. The last time Tommy yes. T said a good thing
2: 40 seconds ago. Pulling the yeah. weight, finally. Finally. Yeah, I'm yeah. sick of holding it. Campy, yeah. did you get to watch practice or were you out at jazz clubs again?
1: Uh, no, I watched. I didn't watch practice, sorry. I watched a replay of P1, P2, watched qualifying this morning. I watched the race live. Yeah, I've just had some things on.
0: Wow. Just had Other watch. commitments. Other commitments. <clears throat> what was what was my favourite part about qualifying, I hear you ask? Thank you for asking that question. No one cares. <laughs> no, my favourite part was us messaging him saying that Danny Rick had had a big crash <laughs> and that his gearbox had completely left the car and he was like, oh, no. <laughs>
2: And then, oh no, screen- that's
0: grub. Oh, and then we That's oh. scrum. And then we screenshot it
2: and put it on Instagram, it and so people are like, "Wow, that's hilarious!" <laughs> oh, yeah. did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's on Instagram, oh. on the so stories. Camby messaged our group message as he was at a jazz club, going, "What's going on?" James says there was a massive crash without missing a beat. I would just go along with the story, that's and we just double down. camby has got no the idea. Same wavelength. Shocked. Never trust us in a group Never. message. That's that's the lesson to be learned.
1: Yeah. Jeez, I felt
0: like I was back in primary school. <laughs> when don't go to jazz clubs on qualifying on Yeah, really.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but Quali, oh, let's actually talk about Quali properly then, apart from Danny Rick's alleged crash that didn't happen. Um, it was. Uh, this is a. Look, the other thing to note about Imla is they've extended the DRS zone by yes. 100 metres. Yep. Which it's will hopefully make. Passes it's not going to make any it's difference not. at all, is it? It's There's only happen, one yeah, DRS, DRS be, zone. There were six overtakes last year. I reckon there'll be five this year. Yep. Uh, but qualifying itself, Kepi watched it this morning. Any high, what are your highlights? Any drivers that you think did an absolutely cracking job?
1: Well, Danny Rick's now 2-0 up on Lando, which I'm oh, pretty Oh, it's a stoked. cheap one. <laughs> that was a very cheap <laughs> which one. Which I'm pretty stoked Jeez. about.
0: Um, no, Lando's been quick
1: all weekend. Yeah. Um, I think you can see the calibre of driver, though, that Danny Rick is. As I said, you've got to give these guys time to adjust to cars. And Lando's had, you know, 18 months in this one, essentially, just with a few aero changes, yep. but, you know, three and a half years, Danny Rick's had, what? Ten minutes. Not even 500 laps over th- yep. testing yep. and racing yeah, the exactly. circuit. So he's learning every section, every session. But for me, even the last qualifying session and this qualifying session, Danny Rick, to come out in Q3, do the best lap of the weekend and consistently build up to it, yes, he's a couple of tenths behind Lando at this track, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's a big deal. He's... What he needs to do, and this has always been my pick on Danny Rick, is the starts. Yeah. He needs to get yep. a bit more aggressive off the starts and restarts um, following cars. he sometimes, I, I can understand why he's conservative into Turn 1 at times, but he can't do that this weekend. There's no way he can let Lando, who's starting one grid b- place behind him, mm. to get in front of him by Turn 1. That'll yeah. be disastrous.
2: I think we've, we saw it last year, in the last two years at Renault, that... Danny would always wait and do enough to get through to the next round of qualifying. He'd never really show his cards until he had to put the last lap together yeah. in Q3. It burnt him a few times when he'd miss out because of safety cars or whatever, but we always know he's got that extra lap in him And half the time he didn't run a first round, he'd just wait and sit in the pits. Yes, that's true. In the garage and then just go do one run each session. You're like, geez, that's risky, but he'd always pull it out. He's got to do
1: a good enough run on his first lap in Q3. Yes. Because if he has to go out and do the the second run in Q3, that hinges him for his two laps in Q1, which, uh, sorry, the other way around, Q1 and Q3, but um, yeah. Yeah. But he consistently builds to it. I think he's just a qualified
0: in six,
2: yeah, for this race. Which it's, is so if Lando's <coughs> lap counted, he would have been seventh, and Lando would have been third. Which is yep, still 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 good. But what still it happy. shows though
0: is that the McLaren is there. Awesome pies. Yep. it's it's got a good
2: balance. Mm-hmm. This is a track that it shouldn't favour the McLaren, right? This is a track that they kind of knew they were going to be a bit harder to get results at. So yep. I think they'll be happy. I mean, I'm happy. Yeah.
0: Of course we are, because track position is king. Uh, yes, and that's and why
2: Lando was so devastated when you t- you heard him talking after this qualifying session. He was like, it's a qualifying track. He's like, today was the day I couldn't make mistakes. Yeah. Sunday is when you're kind of in a procession and you just kind of run around. He's like, this is when I couldn't make mistakes, yeah. and I did. Nice little shout-out from Danny- Lewis Hamilton
0: on his Insta post yes. too, as a side note. Sorry, Danny. Danny, will get, he'll get the jump on Gasly, who
1: starts ahead of him. Mm-hmm. That'll put him into fourth. Well, uh, maybe not, fourth though. Fourth or fifth behind Leclerc. Hopefully Leclerc has a stinker, and Ferrari doesn't have a race place. So if well, Danny Rick can jump, yep. jump Gasly off the start, he will eventually pass Leclerc. It's the profit, and then uh, Danny's in that fourth place, and anything can happen. So yep. I reckon we could. I will see a day, day up. podium. Talk to see. me about oh, Ocon.
2: Talk to me about Ocon. He act your boy,
1: but again, Ocon's been in this car for eighteen months. Yep, with without. A lot of relative change. If you look at how Renault performed here last year,
0: Danny Ricci got third, and he was caught like they were quick. But that's they only because Racing just, Point bungled yeah, the pit stop. But, they they but this second, is also a power track, second, which is going to be good for that. Yeah, they were
1: second yeah. and third. They were second and third best car. Sorry, yep. third or fourth best <clears> car on the grid. Yep. This weekend they are not. Mm. Um, but I had a good lap. I think Alonso's still getting it together, but yep. he's allowed two or three. Races. And he
0: qualified in fifteenth. It's yep. not great, but this is a track position track, so but it's, it's close. It. If you make a mistake, look at Bottas.
1: Oh yeah, last year if he was three tenths behind Hamilton, mm. he's still second. Well, this year he's three tenths behind Hamilton, and he's ninth or eighth, eighth. or whatever he is. Well, so
2: f- first to eighth was yeah, I think about h- point four of a second, which is we real saw close. a lot of mistakes yeah. too. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yep. I mean, Verstappen's lap, yeah. he had another half a second in him. He put his right. Right front On the uh, On the grass Yep And lost a lot of time Bottas binned it too Went mm. wide in uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Night um,
2: Who else made a mistake Well Hamilton Had Two okay laps But yeah. He made little mistakes On both as well and Bottas was in front of him All weekend Perez yep. made a mistake In the final corner
1: Yeah, Lando's obviously Yeah, Stroll I can't remember his name. I lap. think Leclerc
2: probably Was the only one That was really stoked With his lap yeah. Gasly.
0: But I think As you yeah. say Like Ferrari are making gains, but this is the Saturday pace that Charles is very good
2: at, mm-hmm. and Signs didn't. No, Signs struggled. He did, but again, new guy to a car, and that's kind of what we've seen this from this qualifying. The new driver to a car yeah. is dramatically behind the yep. established driver. But I mean, he's
0: the
1: exception appears.
0: He's in eleventh, yes. right behind. Um, Stroll and, and Ocon I'd rather
2: be in 11th on those tyres than those right. two so
0: you've got Bottas Norris Ricardo and Gasly Leclerc yep. b- between the Ferraris yep. so and Leclerc is a Ferrari I should say so in terms of his racecraft, I think he's good at that I just mm-hmm. don't know if Ferrari have got that kind of pace mm. But no one was surprised that um, Lewis Hamilton got first. What was surprising for me was that Sergio Perez outqualified qualified Max Verstappen, therefore he is the better driver in Red Bull and should win a world championship this year. Campy, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, <laughs> so
0: serious.
1: For me, it's a bit like the Lando-Danny Rick scenario.
0: Yep.
1: Lando made a mistake, so, yep. and so did, so did Max, yep. and Max would have put it on pole. Um, interesting yep. to
2: see the race pace tonight. I think Perez reckons he could have put it on pole too if he didn't make a mistake. Yeah. I reckon so, they both feel like they could have got pole. The Red Bull is the fastest car. Yeah. Yes. This track, the first two tracks, yes.
1: Just shows you guys like Ricardo, your Hamiltons, you are not going to put Gasly in there because he's qualifying really well. <laughs> I forgot to bake you humble pie. in a damn good it. Car. Ah, damn it. But, look, these guys could put it on week in, week out, driving yep. the limit. Whereas by us he's going to do it three out of four times, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. yep. I'm waiting for those good luck things to get yeah, in. I I feel
2: like all through the practice sessions, yeah. was
1: unbelievable. Yeah. And he was, looked really good through he all did. the qualifying too.
2: Yep. Just stuffed
1: up his um, third lap, yeah. second lap. Yeah. And you spent
0: a lot of time in a simulator as well, which isn't common for no. drivers on a race weekend to do that. I, I think they're qu- just trying to recover what they've lost with that downforce He'll change. get it together. He'll be right. He will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. But – I think from a Perez point of view, Red Bull will be stoked that, yes, Max made the mistake and Perez did what he's supposed to do, mm-hmm. which is fill the gap. Yes. Step up, fill the gap. is towards the front. Like I genuinely think this is a great opportunity for him. I think we'll see him in a Red Bull car next year. If he continues Hopefully. this kind of pace and, yeah. and attitude, it's great. Yeah. Well, that's
1: what we said he needed to do this year, was yep. put pressure on Max yep. straight yep. away. Yep. And – that's what they want This is the first time Max has been out Qualified by a teammate
2: Other mm. than incidents
1: yep. Since Danny Rick Did it In 2018 Yeah And you know That year it was Max oh, geez, that's the, a while ago now Max right? was 12 And Danny Rick was around The 8 or something So yep. It was still close But he pushed him every week Yeah Yep. Um, yep.
2: You know what I'm excited for, and this we'll kind of get to the stuff that we're looking forward to, and what you guys should look out for as well. I'm excited to see two Red Bulls at the front and only one Mercedes at the front. Yeah, how the tables have turned, tables. How the (laughs) turntables. It's going to be interesting because they're going to be able to play. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really genuinely excited. Gosh, <laughs> how old are you?
1: So, the greatest uh, meme of all time, I think.
2: Okay, well, we'll put that up on our Instagram page probably. But how often we see Mercedes at the front with two cars and Max fighting solo. Yeah, this is... And he just gets snookered because he can't do anything because they can just cover him off. I'm really excited to see what Red Bull do with two cars at the front. It's a great opportunity for them to really shine with their strategy. Love
1: Checo to get the jump. Well, How good would that... No, like, he's going to be on soft
2: tyres... And Hamilton's on on mediums, so and he should Max have straight on, line speed. Max is on mediums. Max is know. on mediums, but Perez is sh- and we're talking about this as a track that you get in front and you can stay in front. You can manage. Well, let's talk about what you should look for yeah. because
0: yeah. Uh, we're hours away from the race now and the whole purpose of this podcast is to prime you ready for the race and what to look for. Uh, so we had a quick tyre talk there. So we, tires are important. If you don't really understand the Formula One thing and and from a Thai point of view, just ask Campy. He's our Thai go-to guy. Why is it campy in a 30-second little sound bite that starting on a softs is good but not necessarily great for the long-term strategy?
1: The softs do not have the endurance like the mediums do. They're a softer compound of rummer, which means they get hot quicker, they burn out quicker, but they're also a hell of a lot faster for those one or two laps where they're operating within the optimal temperature. Um, the mediums, <laughs> yeah, The mediums will go longer. Yeah. Uh, still a very capable again. And Hart's further again. And Hart's further again. Yep. Um, this race from memory last year, the tyres played out in the end because we had a yellow, mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting to see. I think Sergio should be able to get enough of a gap, yep. and if Max can hold or get in front of Lewis Hamilton like he should because their race pace is good, Yep. it'll be interesting to see what Red Bull does, whether they swap them. Or they let them race. Yeah. Or they say, all right, we're just going to bring it home. We need points at this time of the year. Yeah. Let Sergio do it. So So
2: I'd be, I'd be looking for Sergio to get the jump, get into first, Lewis into second, and then I'd look for Max to try and pull the undercut because they're both on mediums. Yeah. I think if Max can pit stop first and force Lewis to pit as well, that gives Checo space. Yeah. And so if you're for team strategy, that is going to be the best thing. But will Red Bull make the team strategy or the Max strategy? And that,
0: and I think. We kind of know what the answer is, don't we? We don't really really want to say it. But (laughs) you probably would suggest that they would lean towards the max strategy. But for everything that Sergio has said and the interview questions that have been asked of him about this, you know, they are here to win. Mm -hmm. There's been no you're the second driver kind of conversation. So I I could legitimately – There never
1: never is that conversation at Red Bull until helmet Marco. Yeah. Puts his head
2: in places where they shouldn't be. But I think this early in the season you'd be crazy to make team decisions like that when you've got the opportunity to get a 1-3 or a 1-2. Like it doesn't matter who it is, a 1-3 is awesome. Bottas was three tenths off
1: in qualifying from his teammate this year. That puts him in ninth. He's not going to get back on the podium. No, like they nah.
2: have in other years. Oh, no. it, not, not with the car that they've got Red this year on, needs on this to track.
0: Bank maximum amount of points Correct. early this year. Correct. Yep. And track position is king here. Yes, that that is on. As Ted Kravitz said, that's on a sticky note in now <laughs> Aston Martin's thing after
2: they bungled <laughs> yes. Sergio Perez. The other thing is, we have a very high chance of a safety car at this track because mm. it's oh, so. Definitely. I reckon mm. it's almost guaranteed. You'd, you'd almost put money. On. I think it was paying out a dollar twenty or yes, something mass, for a mass, mass mass car. Been on the starting mass, grid. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but because it's so tight, because it's an older track, and like we've talked about, this gravel and grass. When you make a mistake, it you will go off. Therefore, recovery. We saw that many red flags in practice. So, what we think is going to be a strategy that will play out is outlast, stay on the first tire, and make your compulsory pit stop under yellow. Yep. That's Danny. your best opportunity to mitigate your losses in the pits and keep your best track position. Yeah, Because
1: I do lose twenty seven seconds of on track time, I and mean, everyone loses it. But yep. it's a big number when you. What are you for looking sure. forward to, Campy? Uh, Danny Rick's start. I think he's going to have an ultra of a start. Okay, and get a couple of nice. positions off the grid. No, nah, but it'll be good for him. Yes, because yeah. he's public. Come out and say I'm struggling. I'm not there yet. I just need more time. I'm getting better mm. with every lap, every session, learning. But for him to get a podium earlier in McLaren this weekend, or at least a fourth, and then we'll see what happens with the top three. I think mm. the top three cars are too far ahead. Yeah. But if he can get out that fourth, put himself in a position where there is a safety car, get some track position, yep. they're not going to be able to pass him
0: late on. So, oh, I'm it's- looking forward to seeing what Yuki Tsunoda does at the back. It was very unfortunate yeah. that he put it into yeah. a wall. It was a – didn't the car did not look very happy, yep. but he didn't – even put a time together, so he starts at the very, very back of the pack. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, of course, he's in a faster car than the Williams Williams. and the Hasses, the Alfa Romeos. So, uh, as I said to you guys last week, with just some of his onboards and how they've been looked, it's very Max Verstappen type of driving. He's a very, very tidy driver. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, And so I think it'll be interesting to watch him at the back. We won't see a lot of the back in the first couple of laps with the TV broadcast, but... Keep yeah. an eye on the timing screen because I think he'll for sure. probably jump to 15th within the first two laps if he can get that pace yeah.
2: and you know get past before DRS. And this is what I'm kind of looking forward to is I think he might do this, but someone further back going for the hards and trying to outlast everyone stops, hoping for a safety car and making that change and getting onto the soft for the end of the race. Yeah, too, Hoping that strategy plays out for him because you've got to roll the dice when you're that far back. If you're a, a Williams or – like Yuki is at the moment in the yeah. back, like you've just got to roll it and hope that something happens and is fortunate timing that you can really capitalise. And that's how we saw kind of winners that shouldn't have won win last year. Yeah. Was like just those risky strategies, perfect safety car timing, and they get in front. Perez did
1: that last year in this race. Yep. He was in third before that safety car and then pitted. Yeah. Totally. Does. So it can't exactly. like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But Pretty it's going to be good. Williams. We haven't mentioned them. They had a really good qualifying. 12th and respectively. I, I, I think we might say Williams Point like a genuine Ooh. point. And oh. who's going to score it? Latifi. <laughs> I thought
2: Latifi had beaten him in qualifying, but then James reminded me that, that just means he through to q 2 yeah. like, But oh, he put a stonking
0: lap Lateefi, together, man. Out of nowhere, Lateefi our favourite Canadian.
2: I like it. Latifi
1: showing a bit, and there's only what well, a couple of tenths between them. But, it, very impressive. Impressive. but like, it's very impressive. But
0: that's good to watch.
2: Two
1: and a half tenths.
0: It's so. it's great to watch that for sure happen. Look, the other point to make is that the mid pack in this race will be very 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 tight. As Campy mm-hmm. said, uh, Bottas starts in eighth from you know just under half a second from yeah. from the pole position time. So these guys obviously know how to drive around the track quickly and well, but if you're not going to risk it for the biscuit. And we know there are some drivers Don't say that again. No, one of the, some of those drivers who aren't long. who aren't going to risk it for the biscuit, then they won't be risking it. <laughs> the, lip they biscuit. Won't. For the, the biscuit for the biscuit. Mm. Just do it all for the I biscuit. think
2: Lando. I would be watching Lando to pull out some mm-hmm. some moves, some last lap Lando throughout the whole race. Yep. <laughs> so every yeah. Laplando. All, every lap Laplando. Lando. Laplando. But strategy is going to play a big part of this.
0: In undercut time. big. So pit stops, undercut, overcut means yep. you know you either go early or later than the, the yep. rival, whoever you're specifically racing. The undercut will work if you can get into a big enough
1: gap. Right. Yes. The problem with that is that the teams in front of you have a chance to feed you into that gap before everybody else. Yes. So you need to wait. You need to make the cars in front of you and those team makes mistakes. Like your Ferraris, they'll make a mistake. <laughs> like your Alpha Tories will make a mistake. Yeah, Aston Alpine Martins
2: will. Mm-hmm. Alpine. You're just naming all the but Ferrari
1: cars. That That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah,
0: because they got it together. Yes. Anyway, it's going to be good, lads. Hey, thanks so much for uh primer Love episode. It. This is great. Uh, thanks to you if you've been streaming us live on Twitch, uh, and if you watch this video then on YouTube later, uh, it's going to be a great race. We will chat in not that many hours. No. About the race. Love it. It's going to be good. See you, lads.